hello. We welcome you to Renton Christian Center's recorded ministries. It is our hope and prayer that you may be filled with God's love and wisdom and that this message will find a place in your heart. Here again is our message. Praise the Lord. Thank you. He is more than worthy to be praised. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. David said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. I love the Lord Jesus Christ. He is my deliverer. Everything I am is in Christ Jesus. And our scripture today is taken from Ephesians 6.10. And I know that I have taken just the first verse. And I, I want to just concentrate on that for a moment. And it says, the power of whose word? God's word. Finally, my brothers and sisters, be strong in the word. And the emphasis today is going to be the word of God. We need to be strong in the word and also in the power of his might, which is also his word. Amen. You see, the word is our only foundation. The word, with, without the word, we have no strength. And that's the reason why the Lord tells us, finally, my brethren, be strong. And when I, I, I look at that word, I said, Lord, why should I be strong? Why can't I be strong in something other than the word? Why would the Lord want me to be strong? Is it because something bigger is coming my way, coming your way, and he is preparing us to be strong for it, to be ready for it? You know, if the hurricane is coming or, 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 or there is some catastrophe, they always tell us to be prepared for it. What is coming, Lord, why you want me to be strong for it? And as we look at the newspapers and the news, we can see the onslaught that is coming against what? The word of God. Amen. You listen to the news. You talk to friends. You read the newspaper. And all you can hear is an onslaught against the word of God. And God is saying to us, be strong. Don't be weak. The onslaught is coming against the word. And God wants us to stand and to be the strongest we could ever be. Because the enemy is coming like a flood. Amen. The enemy doesn't like the word. Because the word brings defeat to the enemy. The enemy doesn't like the word. Because the word stands strong against the enemy. 
So the word of God tells us he is a liar. He is a liar from the beginning and he will continue to be a liar. In Romans 1 and verse 25, he comes with lies and deception to see if it was possible the very elect. Yes, God wants us to be standing the strongest we've ever stood with his word as our shield against the lies and deception that comes against the word of God. God says that man has changed his word into a lie. God says, God called sin, sin. Man calls it something else. Whatever God says, man is trying to remove the sting of it because it brings conviction. And the enemy doesn't like that. So he's going to fight us on every angle where the word of God is concerned. And because of that, the Lord is saying to us, the lies and deception against his word will not last. And folks, I want you to know today that the Lord has laid in my heart the desire to let you know, don't become discouraged. Don't become weary in doing what is right. Because the word of God says in due season, you and I, we will reap if we faint not. Hallelujah. Never give up on the word. Never give up on the word. They tried it once and Peter says, Lord, to whom shall we go? You and you alone have the words of eternal life. If you give up on the word, then you may as well give up on God. Because God is his word. God is his word. The evil one, the devil, who is a liar, is trying to shake the foundation of faith which gives us the strength in God's word. I have heard Christians said, because of what's been happening recently, I wonder if maybe God is a little too, too, too strong in, in his word and what he says in, in so far as morality is concerned. I have heard Christians begin, begin to wonder, maybe God didn't really mean what he says. But my Bible tells me my God is not a God that he should lie. My God is not a God that he should repent. The word of God says let God be true and every man a liar. The message that the Lord has been laying on my heart is one of building strength among the brethren where the word of God is concerned not the word of man not the word of man but the word of God it is so easy to go with the crowd someone says it is human to stand with the crowd but it's divine to stand alone folks I want us to know that you and God makes a majority 
You and God makes a majority. You stand with God and you're always in the majority. You walk away from God and you will be defeated. Because our faith in God shall never, never be taken for granted. We will not draw back. We will not turn back. We will not let the world defeat us. Amen? We will not draw back as some do. And again, as what Peter did. And then the Lord asks the others, will you go? And Peter said, no, Lord, I will stay because your word is true from the beginning. I like the scripture. We will not draw back because the word of God is true, not just yesterday. I want you to meditate on that for a moment. Ever since the beginning of time, God's word has been true. And God says, I am a God and I change not. So the same truth of God's word that we have in the beginning, we have it today. And in the end, we will have that same word. We are not going to run away. We are not going to compromise God's word. We are not going to tell God, we are sorry, Lord, that you are so strong in this area. We're not going to do that. Because the word of God says, let God be true. And every man, a what? A liar. And his word is true from the beginning. And because the word of God is true from the beginning, the word of God is right. Amen. Folks, we have a God who is able to do abundantly more than we are able to ask or think. And if the word of God is right, and I am going to move away from the word of God, where am I going to go? Amen. Amen. How often do we, we're driving down the road, and you see a song says, wrong way. How often do you go that way? We don't want to go that way. It's the wrong way. And you notice, they always put that sign, big, bold, red letters. Wrong way. And if the word of God is right, and I'm going to remove myself from the word of God, that means whatever other road I take, I don't care what is paved like. I don't care what it sounds like. I don't care what they call us. It's the wrong way. It's the wrong way if it is not the way of the Lord. You know, I enjoy reading in John when Jesus talked about the narrow way. What does he say about the narrow and the broad way? He says the broad way leads to destruction. And how many go there? Many go into the broad way. The narrow way leads to life and very few. I was still witnessing to someone once and then says, Richard, wh wh why are you so, so, you know, you Christians are so narrow-minded. And I say, I am because Jesus is narrow-minded. 
minded. You don't believe me? You reach John. Jesus says, narrow is the way. And that's the way he walks. And very few find it. Don't apologize for being narrow-minded with Jesus. I'd rather be narrow-minded and end up in heaven than be broad-minded and end up in hell. And that's why Jesus says, broad is the way, and many go in thereat. People don't like the narrow way. It restricts my lifestyle. I want to be free. Give me all the liberalism you can give me because I like the broad way. I have, I have no problem getting along with people in the broad way. But, but if the way gets too narrow, then, then, then they, they don't seem to like me. They don't seem to want to be around me. Be with Jesus. I don't care how narrow the way is. Jesus has room for one more. Jesus has room for one more, and I give him thanks for that because the word of God is right. Makes no difference what man says. Makes no difference what the, quote, Supreme Court says. The Supreme Court isn't the divine court. Remember that, folks. Don't forget that. The Supreme Court on earth is not God's divine court. Do you know that the Supreme Court will have to stand before the divine court? Do you know that? Because God says every man must give an account. And those judges will have to give an account before the divine court. They are not the answer. They are not the answer. They are sinners just like we are. And that's the reason why you find the ungodly. Oh, they just love those courts. Because they know they have sitting on those benches people just as they are. That will follow them. That will remove from right. They will remove from right. And you see, it doesn't take a lot of them. It doesn't take long, big marches. We have lost our Bibles and our schools because of how many million people? One person. Marilyn O'Hara, I think was her name. One person. Remove the word of God which is right from our public schools. So the old enemy figured we don't have to have marches we just have to get into these so-called judges and they will do it for us but God tells us no because 
greater is he that is where? In us. Than he that is in the word of God. And right will always stand. Someone says wrong is wrong if everybody does it. And right is right if no one does it. Amen? Amen. So just because a majority of folks does something doesn't change right from wrong. <laughs> right will always be right. Nobody does it, it's still right. Wrong is wrong. Everybody does it, it is still wrong. The word of God. And that's why the Lord tells us, be strong. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in his word. Be strong in his power. Saints, he is calling us not to be weak. Not to be timid. Not to be nervous. Not to be afraid. Because God has not given us a spirit of timidity. God has not given us a spirit of fear. But he has given us a spirit of power. Hallelujah. Spirit of love and of a sound mind. Did you know the most sounded minded person you have is the spirit filled person? I know folks think we're crazy. But they've been thinking that from the beginning. They've been thinking that way back in Acts 2 4. And they're still thinking it today. That hasn't changed. No, as I say, there are certain things that never change. Still think we have changed. But the Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of timidity, nor fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. Second Timothy 1.7 Don't let today's news scare you. Amen? Folks, Believers, youth, don't let today's news scare you. When you hear that news, remember, I belong to Jesus. When you hear today's news, don't run in a corner and hide. Don't, don't get uh, uh, fear. Because it doesn't come from the Lord comes from the enemy. That's why the word of God tells us where it comes from. In case someone may be wondering, it says God does not, God has not given us the spirit of fear. But what have you given me, Lord? Power. Amen. And wherever you have power, you don't have fear. That's right. Where you have power, you don't have fear. Some, someone who, who might not even understand or know how to use a gun, but if they pull a gun out on you, they have the power. Right? Yeah. They have the, the power because they have the weapon. We have the power. Amen. We don't have to run. We don't have to run. 
And that's why the word of God says, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Very seldom you see the one with the weapon running. Because the power belongs to us as God's people. And God is laying on my heart to tell you as brothers and sisters, don't run from the enemy. Stand up and face the enemy. The Bible tells us, if you read the back of the book, we have one. Amen? We have one. And I have never seen those in victory running. They are rejoicing. Hallelujah. They are rejoicing. I hate to lay this on you. But last week, right now in the soccer world, they're playing for the Gold Cup. And I noticed last week, Jamaica played America. I, I won't rub it in. <laughs> because I'm a Jamaican. I'm a, I'm, a, I, I, I'm Jamaican and American. So I won't rub it in. But I noticed after the game was over, you could tell who had won. You could easily tell who had won. And I noticed that the Americans were walking off the field with their heads down. The Jamaicans were jumping all over with their flags wrapped all around them. Went back into the room, I said, I know who won. I didn't have to hear the announcer. I didn't have to even look at the score. Because I read the back of the book. And the back of the book says, folks, we have won. And because we have won, we have reason to rejoice. We have reason to give thanks. Amen? Read the back of the book. The word of God also t tells us we are salt and we are light of this world. Very important. Matthew 5. In the book of Matthew 5, you are the salt of the earth. This is Jesus speaking now. You are the salt of the earth. Amen. Not the devil. Not Satan. Not the evil one. You, youth. Can you imagine Jesus looking at you and saying, Youth, you are the salt of the earth. And not only the salt, but you are also the what? Light. I, I, I want you to, for a quick second, for a quick second, just to, just to close your eyes. Close your eyes. Open. Darkness 
is not the believer. We are light. We are the light of the world. And Jesus said, if we are the light of the world, then we need to make our light shine. Can you imagine if there was no light? Just for a moment, imagine there is no light. The first thing we usually do when we enter a room that is dark is what? Sure. Yeah. Why do we do that? Why do we flip that switch on to get the light on? Because we were made for light, not for darkness. Salt. You know, I, I know a lot of times we don't like salt. We don't want to cook with salt. But you know, salt has its place in this world. We are light and we are salt. If we as light should be removed right now from this earth, can you imagine what the world would be like? Think of that for a quick second. And that's why Jesus said, you are light. You are salt of this world. Hallelujah. And he wants us to shine as light. Folks, we must obey God. I know it's not, it's not easy sometimes. But we must obey God rather than man. We learn that from God's word. We learned that from the, from the apostles. We learned that from Peter as he was ministering God's word. Put him in prison. He said, Peter, you can talk about anything else except the word of God. Amen. Oh, they didn't mind Peter talking. As long as he wasn't talking about the word. And that's what the devil wants us to do. Have your free speech as long as it's not about the word. Have whatever you want as long as it's not about. But God says no. The word of God is right. The word of God is true. He says you are the light of my word. And if we withdraw, if we back away from the word, how is the darkness going to be removed? The word of God says we need to acknowledge God in all that we do. We need to acknowledge God. We must obey God rather than man. We must put God first. And I thank him today that even if it's just a few, remember Jesus only had a few. Amen. Oh, yes. We don't need to have a million in every corner. As that old little song says, like in your candle, you in your little corner. And I, in my little corner. I've heard people say, but pastor, how do we get, get the light all over the world? I said, God has a candle in every corner of the world. Don't worry about that country that you can't even pronounce its name. 
God has a candle in that country. Be concerned about the little corner where he has put you to make sure that your light so shine before men that they will glorify and magnify our Lord who is in heaven. Finally, my brethren, be strong. Be strong in the word. Again, youth, be strong in the word. Adult, be strong in the word. Never be ashamed of God's word. Never compromise for God's word. Never act as if God has made a mistake. God cannot lie. Oh, we need to taste and see that the Lord is good. We need to taste his word and see that he is good. And folks, let us not forget love. Amen? Let us not forget love. Because the word tells us, if you only love those who love you, said the devil does the same. Amen. But you don't have to be like the world. He tells us, we are in this world, but we are not of this world. And though they call us, they say, oh, you're so haters. You hate us because, because we don't, uh, uh, you don't agree with us. Oh, no. No. No, I can disagree with you in love. Amen. I can disagree with you in love. So when they kind of lay that guilt trip on you, said, no, I don't love you. I don't hate you. I love you because God, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Don't care who you are. Don't care what you are. Jesus loves you. So we love you. But I do not have to be a participant of your behavior in order to love you. Amen. I don't have to be a participant of your behavior in order to love you. All I need to do is to be a participant of God's holy word. Amen. Hallelujah. I want us to just stand together. Please, let's all stand together. And I, th this, is, this is a song I would just like us to to sing is just the last part. Last part of on Christ, the solid word. I stand. All other word is what? All other word is sinking sand. Amen? On Christ, the solid word, I stand. All other word is sinking sand. All other word is sinking sand. Once more. 
on Christ the solid word I stand all other word is sinking sand all other word okay hallelujah thank you Lord Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Pastor Richard. What an awesome and strong way to start the week once again. Like Jesus said, don't just listen to my words. Put them into practice. Put them into practice. Then you'll be like the house who when the storms come, the rains fall, the winds blow, it will stand. It will stand. Amen. All right. God bless you. See you next Sunday. Wow, that was an encouraging message. Please consider this open invitation to come and join us in worship and praise. The Lord's will is made clear in 1 John 1, 7. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Oh, and here's a final message from Pastor Kevin. Do you ever have thoughts about your purpose in life? Have you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior? Or maybe you walked away and it's time to come home. You know, really our walk with God is about a personal relationship with Him. That's what He wants. I believe that's what we want. I encourage you to take a few moments and allow this message to sink in. Allow His Holy Spirit to speak to your heart. You know, the Bible says that if we draw close to Him, that He will draw close to us. So do that today. God bless.